Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name is Charles Story. I'll be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. Today's a slightly different show. It's a special show. We have Jay Chung from HK EOS in the house here in London town. Jay, how's it going? How's it going, Charles? Thank you for having us here. My pleasure, dude. Thank you so much for coming all the way from the States to fly in for our event when EOS rules the world. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for tomorrow to be speaking with a couple other guys um, that we've been working with for several months. So um, excited for the event. Hope there's a really nice turnout. Absolutely, absolutely. So bring us up to speed. What's been going on with HK EOS? What, do, what have you been working so hard on? I can see in your eyes you've been up late at night. You've been developing, you've been coding, you've been creating, you've been making it happen. What's been going down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as many of you guys may know, HK EOS has been very focused on tech since day one. And... Um, Sort of following up from that, we've definitely been supporting a lot of the uh, sister chain initiatives that have been coming up recently. For example, BOS and Werbly are two of the chains that we support greatly. And um, we've been working on setting infrastructure for that and participating in those communities and um, hopefully building a lot more infrastructure and foundation for um, later on more users to use dApps that are based on EOSIO technology. Um, as well as that, we've been supporting a bunch of projects recently. Um, we had, we we talked about advisory with Lumios last time, I think, and um, we've been working with them very closely, continuously. Um, we're still working with L2, and um, we also started this thing called DIA, um, the DAP Incubator Alliance, a while back with uh, EOS Canon and EOS Sys. And um, what we're doing is we're trying to create um, sort of an advisory for a lot of the dApps that may not be as well connected and are new to the community as a whole. We're trying to make sure that we can empower them and um, work with them so that they can build, build and um, raise money even in the space and be successful. So there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So let's take it one by one. So let's talk about... um, boss chain and wobbly that you've been working on so tirelessly what's been going on what's the update there Mm -hmm. what have you guys been helping them with and what can the community expect on the back of all that hard work yeah so um i think bos is pretty interesting because um a it's also similar to the mainnet um as in that we have an international community people from all over the world is helping out um making it happen but there are a few core teams in china who are developing um sort of the changes as it is a fork from the main eosio repository um so they are changing a lot of the code so that there's a better incentive model for um dap developers and um, early stage companies that want to build dapps um there's a much better incentive for these people to be successful in this network. Um, And it is sort of a different outlook on governance. And um, I think the whole thing is a very interesting experiment. And um, we want to make sure that we have a strong infrastructure on BOSS and at the same time help build products on it. Well, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. So Jay, talk to me about Rocket BC. Mm -hmm. What what is Rocket BC? What have you been doing with Rocket BC? And what can we expect to see? Yeah, so uh, Rocket BC, we haven't publicly publicly announced this project yet, but um, 
it's this project that we've been focusing on and really preparing for the last couple of months. And basically, what we realized with HKEOS is we're doing a lot of advisory, we're doing a lot of consulting, we're empowering others to build, um, as well as building stuff ourselves. For example, we've built Blocks.io with EOS Cafe Block, but we decided that as engineers, me and Hugo, um, we really wanted to sort of own our own products, build it from the ground up, and um, really provide beneficial dApps to the ecosystem so that we can grow the user base that actually adopts the EOSIO technology. So with that vision, we were looking at sort of models that we could take um, for us to be able to do this, and then we came across sort of um, the idea of a venture builder. Um, yeah. So we looked at sort of DAP radar and uh, the DAPs that exist on the EOS ecosystem today. And what we realized is we have a huge user base, 700,000 plus active users and accounts. Um, the TPS of EOS is just astounding at um, 3,996 maximum. Um, and we also know that there's a lot of capital being allocated into this space. Um, the market cap itself is at around $4 billion. So this is definitely a blue ocean market. And DAP should be thriving right now. Even after the prices did go down, um, it's still a great ecosystem for developers. Um, but what we noticed is the top DAPs on DAP radar, let's look at the first page. Just a couple users above 100 will get you onto that first page. And it just shows that adoption right now on EOS DAPs are not as fast as we will want it to. Yes, we're still on the foundational stage and the chain launched only a couple months ago. But this is definitely the time for teams to start building and building out new products, new ventures, and really going at it. So that's sort of the approach we took. And... Um, we wanted to really go from there, um, build this venture builder model, startup studio. Um, you guys might have heard of uh, Rocket Internet. So we're sort of taking that approach of um, being a dynamic company um, with a strong um, core of uh, product development, um, software engineers um, with capabilities of developing anything with very different business models um, to really get those out into the market and iterate fast. So that's sort of the idea behind Rocket BC and how we came up with it. And do, you, do you mind if I ask you a few questions on that? Mm -hmm. So with the EOSIO network kind of maturing, right? Yep. Um, do you feel it's easier now to launch a DAP than it was six months ago? Uh, so yeah, I think there's so much more documentation now than there were uh, six months ago. And before the chain launched, it was really difficult to sort of figure out on your own. I remember back when I first started trying to learn about smart contracts, there were maybe like three YouTube video tutorials <laughs> out there by the guy named NS James, Nathan James. Um, he was amazing um, in doing that. And he was sort of the first, I think, pioneer that actually read the whole EOSIO source code. Um, but <clears throat> after that, I think Block One's been doing a great job recently um, in providing a lot more documentation, especially with the developer portal and each hackathon, I think, as well last year, um, the documentation, they get a lot better and better. And there have been a lot of software upgrades. Um, granted that um, sometimes during the upgrades, there are some changes that may be breaking, um, which makes it a little difficult for developers to keep adjusting. They always have to stay on top of their game. But 
Um, I think that definitely from where we were a year ago, this is uh, multiple times better of an ecosystem. And um, the EOSIO Stack Exchange as well is a very good resource for developers to actually engage in a forum and uh, solve problems together. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for Adapt have real adoption, it must appeal to the mass consumer mm-hmm. rather than the blockchain community. Mm-hmm. Do you feel being in the position that you are, not only as a developer, but also looking at at it from a venture side and a venture view, do you feel that dApps are actually catering towards that? Or do you feel they're not even considering that? They're not even thinking about that? So I think there there are a lot of dApps that are out there that have seen some ICOs succeed. I mean, like EOS itself, and um, they just provide a long white paper going like, oh, we're going to create this token, which is going to (laughs) back this other token. And um, the actual blockchain application doesn't make a lot of sense. And there there are definitely projects out there that have been just sort of chasing for the capital that does exist in the space right now. Um, But at the same time, I have been seeing... a lot more um, projects that have been have become a little more mature, I guess, um, where the engineers really understand and the founders really understand um, where the application of blockchain technology is needed, um, where it may actually be viable and actually helpful for the platform itself. Um, and I can also, you know, think of some right now off the top of my head um, that I think a lot of um, firms are interested in funding. So I think, um, you know, the the space is definitely maturing more and more as time goes on. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. What do you feel is the next sector to be adopted? So if we look back, we're gambling. It was adopted pretty quickly. It was pretty easy to set up a gambling dApp and mm-hmm. the ease to market was, well, the barrier central pretty low. What do you think will be the next sector, the next trend, the next wave that will come through that will start seeing adoption mm-hmm. come on? Yeah, so I think gaming is definitely still going to be pretty relevant throughout because it's quite easy to build games, um, especially simple ones um, like just dice or roulette, I guess. But um, And and I also think that's why gambling has been more successful in the beginning in terms of user adoption because it was easier for teams to build that quickly and make it decently successful and working. Um, the more complex ones, it takes a lot more time. Um, it's, it's pretty hard to pin down which sector exactly is going to be the most <laughs> su- successful, I think. Right. But I think some parts that have a lot of potential is actually healthcare platforms um, related to sort of, I guess, uh, maybe connecting patients with doctors or um, having some patient data on chain that's encrypted. Um, and that any hospital could, using a key, maybe decrypt and share those files or whatever. I think um, there are, there's definitely decent potential there in terms of the application of blockchain. And um, if I could think of a few others, anything that I think um, deals less with... Um, I, I really want to see more that deals less with crypto itself on right. the platform. Um, because you don't need to deal with crypto just because you're using blockchain technology. And there are more and more platforms that are being designed that integrate blockchain tech, but aren't fully running on blockchain. Because right now there are still limits to the software. Um, And you can easily integrate blockchain without having to move your whole infrastructure onto it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to know more about what's next for Rocket, was it Rocket Fuel? Rocket BC. Rocket BC, man. Mm-hmm. And where did you get the name from? 
Um, so, I mean, we want to really launch quick, um, be fast, quick iterations, um, all of that sort of into the rocket idea. BC means blockchain, yeah. um, and we're trying to integrate a blockchain component into all of our products that we build. Um, so we do have, I think, two games right now. One of them is called Trivia Frenzy. Um, it has to do with sort of like a battle trivia. Um, you guys might have heard of uh, Quiz Up or HQ, so it's sort of something to do with that. And um, we also have another game um, that we've also been working on for quite a few months already, and it should be ready soon. Um, we will definitely What's have some announcements to... Um, <laughs> Uh, I won't break that uh, yet, but uh, <laughs> we'll definitely have some announcements soon to um, really push it out there um, into the community. And another Keystone project that we've started working on, um, we haven't even got a name for it, but we've sort of <laughs> been researching the market, um, have a full flow drawn up, drawn up and everything, but it's going to be about sort of a... Um, a fiat gateway for EOS. It's going to be very useful for a block producer. It's, it's going to be useful for um, some traders who want to go straight from EOS to cash. So um, we're working on that as well. Awesome. So, mm -hmm. I mean, how is, who's in the team? Um, is there a large team behind you? Can you talk us through that a little bit? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the team is basically similar to the HKEOS team. We're starting it all together. Um, it's a new business, um, but um, it's still a project that supports HKEOS and HKEOS supports RocketBC. Um, so I'm going to be part of it as mostly on the blockchain tech side and the backend infrastructure side. Um, we have Hugo Campanella, the guy behind the UI of Blocks.io, um, one of our community's favorite block explorers, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he's going to be um, leading UI UX design, um, branding, strategy, and also some web development front end as well. Um, we have Devin Perara. Um, he's an investment banker background um, and he's going to be taking care of the finance for our company and Orchid recently joined HKEOS and um, she's going to be a great business development slash project manager for us. She's been doing a lot of the research, working on the decks, um, putting together business models for us. She is amazing and she's fast at work. And we also have an army of developers that are going to be coming in um, and we're, we're going to have a post about them, introducing them and really showing um, each person's sort of uniqueness. So stay tuned for that. I like that. They're mm -hmm. edge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so while we have you here, Joe, is there anything else you want to discuss? Anything else that's going down with HKOS? Anything that you're excited about? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, basically, we're really stoked to be in London, be at the event tomorrow, um, and reconnect with a lot of the block producers and um, EOS community members that are going to be there. I'm super glad that uh, SVK um, created this opportunity for all of us to meet again and hang out. Um, and yeah, I also want to give a little shout out to our advisors for Rocket BC. Um, it's a project coming up and um, these advisors have been very helpful in putting it up and they will continue helping us down the road. Um, so we have Michael Yates, um, one of the founders of EO Stack. We have Suchet um, from Everpedia, Fu Styles, founder of Blockchain PR. We have John Milburn. Um, one of the leaders of EOS Alliance and thought leaders in the community in general. And uh, we also have Ben Sigmund, who's with Sense at the moment. Yeah, awesome. And he's been mm -hmm. DNA as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
as an awesome team you've got there. So when can we start, when can we expect to see um, Rocket BC delivering some of the projects coming out that you mentioned the exclusive announcements are soon. How soon? Is it weeks? Is it months? Mm. When can we expect something? Yeah, so I would say that the team announcement, public announcement about our whole project, um, you should expect that in early mid-April actually. Um, so coming up very soon, less than a month. Um, we're very stoked to do that and um, with the product, I think you guys will be able to see some um, things being launched starting you know, late April, early May, hopefully, if our uh, development is fast enough. But no guarantees. It's a startup. Um, we're going to try our best to work, our, work, work as hard as we can to um, get this going. And um, we'll, we'll see how we go from there. So how can people stay tuned? Where, where should they check for information, updates? Mm -hmm. So we're going to have uh, Rocket BC social media channels. Um, you can check our website already at rocketbc.com. And also, HKEOS will always be supporting um, sort of the efforts being made at Rocket BC. So if you're following any of our HKEOS channels, um, you'll be able to see a lot of info there as well. Awesome. Listen, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know you're speaking tomorrow. Good luck. You're going to be on one of the panels there talking about block production. That's going to be really exciting. I hope you have a great time here in London. And I know that you're going to have a great night tonight. So I'm going to give you some suggestions of where to go. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's going to be fun.